1: We're so glad you're tuning in today. Let's get to the show. Hey there, thanks for joining us today for Teacher Approved Tips, a special series from the Teacher Approved Podcast. Every Thursday, we're bringing you a weekly bonus episode highlighting new and favorite teacher approved tips from us and other amazing educators. Our first tip today is turn student desks backwards. Emily, can you tell us about that? Yes. As we mentioned in Monday's episode, we are loud and proud cheerleaders for having your students' desks turned backward. But we thought it would be good to share a little more about that tip and why we think it's so helpful. So if you use desks in your classroom,
0: turning them backwards is an excellent way to save a lot of time and energy. And here's why. First of all, you immediately eliminate any behavior or management problems. That may come from students playing around with whatever they happen to have in their desks. Right there is a huge pro. Oh, for sure. Oh, it's such a help. Our best classroom management tool is always to prevent problems
1: before they arise, and this is one way to do that. Another way backward desks will save you time and energy is that students never have to waste any time digging through their desks to find something. You know how quickly those student desks turn into nightmares And you don't want half your class wasting precious minutes trying to dig out their vocabulary journals every time you need them. Those minutes add up to a lot of wasted time. And then the last way that backwards desks will save you time and energy is that you never have to
0: schedule time in your busy days to clean out those messy desks. I think it's pretty common to have desk clean out times a couple times a month to try and keep the mess in there under control and find all the stuff that's been lost in there. Yeah. You don't have to spend any time doing that when they don't store anything
1: in there. Yeah, no lost library books in there. (laughs) If you're wondering how we store supplies, we had a pencil box on each student's desk with their crayons, pencils, and glue. They kept it on the top corner of their desk so they weren't playing with it. If that ever became an issue, they could easily be stored on the counter, but we never really had much of an issue with that. And then all of our folders and workbooks and notebooks were kept in stacked plastic drawers. So each table, each cluster of desks had a set of
0: plastic Sterilite drawers on the counter with their table number on it. So whenever we needed our writing folder, someone from the table would have the job of getting that drawer and then just bringing it to the table. Then when we were done with the notebooks or folders, they went back inside and
1: that table helper would just put the drawer back. And if ever I didn't have the kids' desks arranged as tables, I still assigned the kids a table number. For example, all the kids at a certain row would be assigned table one, et cetera. They were already used to the drawer system, so we never had any problems doing it this way. Really, I made it work for 12 years, so I promise it's really doable. We
0: highly recommend turning your desks around as a simple way to prevent a lot of headaches. And if you give it a try or you have given it a try, come share within our Facebook group because I want to hear the details. Yeah. Hey there, teacher friend. Do you have a question or concern that could use a teacher-approved
1: solution? We'd love to help you out by answering your question here on the podcast. You can submit your questions to hello at secondstorywindow.net and put podcast question in your subject line. Can't wait to hear what's on your mind. Our second teacher-approved tip today comes from Emily Upton from Teach Like a Pangolin.
2: Hey there. I am so excited to be here to share a teacher tip today that absolutely changed my classroom. I'm Emily Upton from Teach Like a Penguin. I'm a former upper elementary teacher turned full-time mama and TPT seller. Today, I want to share some tips with you to help you incorporate SEL into your daily routines without losing a ton of instructional time. As teachers, we know how important social-emotional learning is for the classroom culture and our students' well-being inside and outside of the classroom, especially post-pandemic but sometimes it can be so hard to take away teaching time to fit in those lessons that aren't covered in the standards. I always sucked at a traditional morning meeting because I could never make 20 to 30 minutes fit into my content blocks, especially when I was departmentalized and taught multiple groups a day. I was always trying to find little mini ways to incorporate SEL into all of my different groups of students that I saw. So I'm going to share with you four different ways to incorporate SEL into your day without taking up a bunch of time. The first way to do that is setting a weekly class goal. This could be something that you need to work on as a class, like too much blurting out, or it could be something related to make your school community a better place, like random acts of kindness, or a strategy like a calm down strategy for when you're feeling angry or frustrated. So each Monday, my class and I would set a goal together And then we would check in on our progress throughout the week. Sometimes that would be a quick thumbs up or thumbs down rating of how we were doing individually with our goal. Sometimes we would turn and talk to make a plan for a random act of kindness that day or to share a strategy that we used when we were frustrated the previous day. This would take five minutes or less and help us all work towards a common goal, which really fostered a sense of community. If the goal was measurable, like reducing blurts to five times a class period, we would track our progress each day. And at the end of the week, my students could earn a mini reward like 10 minutes of computer time or sitting next to a friend if we met our goal. They loved this, and it really helped us to focus on one specific thing that we can improve each week. Another super quick thing that you can do each day as part of a morning meeting is focus on one social-emotional learning trait of the week. So if we're focusing on calming down when we're feeling angry, We would quickly practice a different strategy each day. Or sometimes we would look at a famous quote that related to a trait we were focusing on. Or sometimes I chose traits based on things that we needed to work on. Sometimes I let our school's SEL curriculum guide us, depending on what we needed to work on that week. My third tip is don't underestimate the power of a weekly check-in. Every Friday, my students would fill out a quick Google form to tell me how they were doing both inside and outside of the classroom. I would have questions like, how are you feeling today? How do you think you did in math this week? Tell me something that happened outside of school this week. Then they could decide if they wanted a response from me. I would type a quick note back to them, print it, and have it on their desk on Monday mornings. This built a relationship between us, and it gave my students a way to reach out to me to let me know they were having a peer conflict, or if something happened at home that they were embarrassed to talk about or if they were stressed about the math topic we were learning that week. My fourth tip and my absolute favorite way to build classroom community and work in SEL every day is by using a strategic daily question. I've always started my class with a quick get-to-know-you question to build community, but I realized that I could tailor these questions to fit in a quick SEL lesson. I built these into my daily slides, and as soon as my students entered the room, they were excited about reading the questions and discussing their answers. I started having us focus on whatever trait we were working on each week as well. I would incorporate questions like, would you rather, responding to social situations I noticed in the classroom or the playground, or debating deeper questions like, is it ever okay to lie? I found that giving my students five or 10 minutes to share about these topics each day really set the tone. In fact, I've created an entire year worth of daily questions to help you incorporate SEL and build community. Each week focuses on a different trait, And each day follows a different theme. Make Up Your Mind Monday is when students take aside an SEL-related situation. Tuesday is Talk About Traits Tuesday, where students dive deep into one of the character traits that we're focusing on. Would You Rather Wednesday is a fun would you rather question to build community. Think about it Thursday, where students apply the trait of that week. And on Friday, we had a fun fact with a fun question related to that. I found this to be the perfect mix of fun and serious questions to guide my class discussion every morning. If you want to grab two weeks free, you can head to tinyurl.com T-L-A-P-S-E-L. You can also click the link below. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I hope these tips help. Feel free to follow me over on Instagram at teachlikeapangolin for even more time-saving tips for upper elementary teachers.
1: Thank you, Emily, for sharing that tip with us. I love the idea of setting weekly class goals. That's so great for your classroom community to all be working toward a common goal each week.
0: And I love that idea of having your students complete a check-in form every Friday just to let you know how they're feeling about things and if they have any concerns or worries that you should know about. That's such a great way to build student relationships.
1: Be sure to check out more from Emily at Teach Like a Pangolin. That's it for today's episode. Try turning your desk backwards
0: and remember Emily's teacher-approved tip to incorporate more social-emotional learning into your daily routines.
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Teacher Approved. I'm Heidi. And I'm Emily. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow or subscribe in your podcast apps so that you never miss an episode. You can connect with us and other teachers in the Teacher Approved Facebook group.
0: We'll see you here next week. Bye for now. Bye.